Hello, hello, and welcome to PS10 Radio. I am your host, Angeline, and today is Parent to Parent. So this is an episode of Parent to Parent, and we're going to just talk about just having our, um, helping our children to be happy and just helping them to discover what makes them happy and making sure that we're not taking on the responsibility of making sure they're happy. So I know that may sound confusing, but I have some articles to back me up on what I'm saying here. Um, I just happen to, I love to look at YouTube videos and stuff because I, sometimes I just like to look at snippets of things because I'm always doing something else and multitasking and trying to catch up on things that I really need my undivided attention is kind of difficult. But when I go ahead and I look at little snippets, then I get just like, you know, just a little gist of like what's going on or whatever in the video. So anyways, I was looking around. I saw some um, videos of the Oprah Winfrey show, like some past, like way back in the 90s probably episodes early 2000s or whatever. Um, And there was this episode where this mother was on and she, um, her name was Peggy. This was a 2007 Oprah show and her child was suffering from like severe, like suicide and from um, just, just not really knowing who they were, kind of like the transgender things were just not, um, she was just now um, evolving. So she was a guest on there and she was saying, I'm only as happy as my unhappiest child. And I thought that was deep. And I actually kind of felt for her. Um, and I almost took on that mindset for a second when I was listening to the show and just her hearing about uh, her talking about how miserable her child was um, being born one way and how her child really wanted to be the other gender and and all of that. So, you know, that issue is just something of itself. But when I focused on what she was saying, I was just thinking to myself, because she said that she actually thought that she had created this great life for her children and she provided them with everything they need. They had all kinds of opportunities, um, you know, two-parent home, everything like that. But um, but her child, her child was so unhappy, she just kind of felt guilty, like, you know, I, how can I, you know, be happy with my life if my child's not happy with theirs? And I feel you. I feel her with that um, comment. However, I disagree. I disagree that we should be basing our happy and happiness on whether our children are happy. And then so I kind of started doing a little bit of mini research. I'm not a huge researcher, but I, you know, I like to look at Pinterest and Google and things like that. And I just kind of looked at what, what are people thinking? Like, where are we at with that? Is it scientifically or psychologically our responsibility as parents? to make sure our children are happy. And what does that mean? Like, we're not talking about people who spoil their children and give them the world and everything that they want, but just naturally making sure that they're happy and that they, you know, um, 
are just happy with life in general. Not necessarily are they happy with the gift that you give them or the toy you bought or, um, you know, what you can do for them. But just are they happy children in general? You know, do they go to school and they're happy to have happy temperament, personality, happy, make other people happy? And you know what? That's not our responsibility. We are not responsible responsible for other people's happiness. We are only responsible for our own. Same with um, our children. They're not responsible for our happiness. We are responsible for our own. So I think it's kind of dangerous to take on the responsibility to be the uh, re- to be. Um, making sure someone else is happy. Of course, we want to make sure that we provide our children with safe environments to grow up in, healthy, you know, environments, um, mentally, physically, and um, emotionally. We want to make sure we're nurturing them. We want to make sure we provide their basics, food, shelter, um, make sure their their health is, is well, make sure they're going to the doctor, um, dentist, and if they need to take medication, make sure they're getting that medication. Those are the things we're responsible for. I do feel like as parents, we create the environment in order for our children to flourish. You know, it's just like you um, wouldn't expect a plant to be able to flourish and grow in a dark room. So, of course, we provide the room for our children, the household. Um, and it doesn't matter what type of house you live in. When I say the household, I'm talking about the environment by which they live in. They come home to a loving environment. Parents, they know care and love for them and uh, who are going to do their um, best to make sure you have all of your basics and opportunities that um you know, you earn fairly as children, you know, I'm not going to give you, um, you know, the, the best of the best. If you're not trying, you're not motivated, you're not going to follow through. You don't know the basics as a child, as far as, you know, follow my directions and listen and, um, take care of things that you need to take care of, whether it be to, pick up your toys or to get dressed or take care of your hygiene, you know, um, of course we need to direct them with that, which I always think it's good to have like some kind of list or some kind of conversation with your child to say, this is what I'm expecting of you. But I think it gets into blurry waters when we start saying, but my child's not happy. And so I cannot be happy as an individual because that's counterproductive. They feed off of our spirit. So if we see that they're not happy and we go ahead and say we can't be happy or there's no way that we can, um, you know, do things that make us feel better or give us some kind of contentment that we have to suppress our own happiness to sacrifice for our children because they're not happy. I don't agree with that. And I'm not exactly sure if that's exactly what she was saying, but I kind of got the idea that she was just saying like, you know, even though she thought she was having a leading a a pretty well-rounded life and providing that for her children, her 
her child wasn't happy because of who they were. But I do feel like that's a personal journey our children have to kind of face and go through. I mean, we have children out here who have oppositional defiant disorder. They have all kinds of um, mental health issues, whether it be um, some anxiety or some form of depression or maybe bipolar or um, they have um, different um disorders or mental um, developmental disabilities that may cause them not to be happy all the time. But the thing about it is for us as parents, it's okay for us to be happy. Number one, you're happy you even have children and that they're in your life. Number two, you know, you're happy that you have a family to call your own. Number three, I mean, there are just so many blessings, and I think that's the the benefit of looking at it from a different lens. Not so much that you have to be unhappy because your child's unhappy, but you can be a happy person and encourage your child to lift them up, to come to your level, if not beyond. We want our children to be better than us, not necessarily exactly the same, so we don't have to be on their level either. I mean, we are adults. We we are living, you know, our lives and um, trying to live a full life. And we don't want to be miserable because our children are miserable. And like I said, that's counterproductive because they're going to vibe off of us and feel that we're not happy. We're sad. We're depressed. We're unhappy. We're complaining. We're feeling doomed. We don't see any hope. And they're going to mimic that. And they're going to feel that and adopt those feelings and thoughts. So we have to encourage our children and support our children and teach them, hey, you're feeling down. Let's think of some things that make you feel better. Let's let's look at that. Let's make a list. Let's make a journal. Let's talk about it. You know, it doesn't all have to be written down, but you can talk about it. Have a discussion with your child. Even little, little tiny kids, they can, you know, two-year-olds, they can kind of show you, I like this toy. I like this blanket. I like this cartoon. This is what I like to do. I like to just hug with you or cuddle or I like to go visit grandma or I like to go visit my cousin or whatever it may be or I like when you and dad are together. I like when I get to spend alone time with one of you. Like these are the things that we can learn from our children and that we can have discussions with our children and try to be intentional on those regards instead of um, looking at, oh, my child's not happy, so I can't be happy because that would not that would show that I don't have empathy towards my child and how they're feeling. Not necessarily. You have empathy by stopping and acknowledging what's going on with them, having that discussion, like I said, making a list if you need to, because maybe they need to keep that running list of, look, it started off with three things, now it's at 10, now it's at 20, and so on and so forth. So you don't don't want to fall into that cycle of, I am only as happy as my unhappiest child. You can still be a happy parent and still find some joy in life. Now, this is where the um, blurriness begins, is that you have to acknowledge that you have an unhappy child, and you have to see, what can I do to help them come up to my level or to come up 
and be a better person or be a, you know, happier because you're not going to be around them all the time. You can't be the source of their happiness and you, they cannot be the source of your happiness, solely the source. I'm not saying that our children should make us happy or that we should make our children happy. But what I am saying is we can't be the source. We can't be the only outlet or the only um, foundation for that. There has to be more than that. And I do think that's where also your faith comes in, your belief in God, just praying for your children, praying for your family, praying that you can maintain some kind of sanity as a parent of someone who is struggling with different issues, whether it be um, just that they're um, delinquent and they just, you know, do things that are hurtful to other people or hurtful to themselves or inappropriate to children who are just have a difficulty with um, managing their own emotional um, control and, and their behaviors and their mental health is just suffering. We have to support our children with that and teach them alternative behaviors and teach them ways to cope. But we can't take on the responsibility for if you don't succeed, it's because of me. If you're not happy, it's because of me. I'm not, I refuse to do that. Um, you know, I have my, my children love them to death, but I am not the only source of your happiness. I'm not the only source of your success. I can help you. I can support you. I can encourage you. But then you, you have your free will to choose to do what I have taught you to do. So that's always out there. And I did look around. So let me go back to my, uh, my research. So I did look, it says <clears throat> on ink.com, it was an article. It says science says happier people are people are raised by parents who do this one thing. And so of course I was reading the article and it was plain and simple right in my face. The one thing that this article says causes, helps people to develop happier children. And to become happier adults and satisfied adults is when you are raised by parents who are not psychologically controlling and who show that they are caring as you are growing up. And that's what helps you to develop into a happier and more satisfied adult. And on the contrary, it says parents who try to control their children psychologically and try to control their behaviors um, actually end up affecting their children as if their child has experienced a death or loss of a close friend or relative. Wow. I thought that was pretty powerful. So this was on ink.com. And again, it just talks about um, psychological control and somebody trying to tell you, you don't think that you don't like that. We don't do this. We don't do that. Um, as far as like, um, you know, just trying to control somebody and trying to have power over them. And that's something that I really do not believe in because we can't really control anyone else. And it's funny because when I was also doing, looking up some things, I had ran into a website, debate.com. 
it was like the first thing that came up when I had put in my question in Google and I was looking on there and it was like a poll. Yes or no. Can children, can parents control their children? Are parents responsible for their children's actions basically? And, you know, it was like 45% yes and 50, um, 55%. Uh, no. And um, I agreed with the no, but um, the yes, it was pretty interesting. People were saying, yes, parents control their kids and parents should control their kids. And, and then it was ironic because one of the comments said, yes, parents should control their teenagers, but no, they're not responsible for their little kids. And that didn't make sense to me. So I was like, okay, this is not a credible site. So let me go into something else. And that's what led me to the, um, the article that I um, ended up seeing, um, the science behind it and just saying how, you know, <coughs> it makes a note, excuse me, it makes a note that, you know, we're not talking about behavioral control because of course you can control someone's behavior. Now that's something you can control because you control it basically by controlling your own behavior. So if you, if you, um, decide to do something differently, it changes the way somebody responds to you because they see that you're acting different and they see that you're responding different. Or if you set up the guidelines that we don't do this, we don't do that. We don't do this. We can control the behavior. You know, you already know these are my expectations. These are my consequences and this plain to see. But the psychological control comes in when parents try to control their emotional state or their emotional beliefs. You cannot do that. You can't tell kids, oh, you shouldn't feel guilty for this or you shouldn't be happy for this or you should you should feel bad for this or you should feel bad for that. You cannot determine if somebody, how somebody emotionally feels and mentally um, their perception of things. All you can do is try to provide them with the environment, like I said, the shell, the foundation, and give them the guidelines for, you know, curfews and for um, expectations, you know, doing their homework behaving when you're at school, following directions, assigning chores. But whether they do it or not is basically their own choice. And you can't tell no one else how to feel. They feel what they feel. And it's up to them to determine whether or not they are going to change their feelings or change their mind on something. But, you know, again, we can only control so much. So we I do believe that we are not in control of our children. I believe we can provide them with the environment and teach them things to help them to control themselves. But we are not responsible for that. Therefore, we are not responsible for whether our children are happy or not. They have to decide that what makes them happy and they have to decide to have a discussion with us or learn or from what we're teaching them or take advantage of their environment. Um, and they can come up with their own ways of feeling happy. Hopefully that is appropriate for them and for society, because ultimately we're, we're raising little people who are going to end up, you know, functioning in society without us. They're going to be, on their own and be independent at some point, hopefully. And, um, you know, we're just here to encourage and support and to guide and teach and pray for them because it's a lot going on out here. So, um, 
we'll continue this talk. I think um, I found a lot of different fun things um, to kind of go into, and I'm sure we'll be able to get into this again. But again, I just wanted to reiterate, you do not have to feel like you're responsible for whether your child is happy or not. If you provided the basics for them, you're giving them a loving in home environments, making sure they're healthy, addressing their mental health needs, and being uh, a guide for their behavior, <clears throat> then how they feel emotionally and psychologically, how they're developing, that is something that they also have to take responsibility for. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode of Parent to Parent today. And as always, be the best parent you can be one positive step at a time. Peace.